Hi, this is the Pilgrim Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela. Welcome to another podcast of the Pure Living Family Podcast. Today I have an uh, an awesome guest that I'm really excited to introduce to you all. I actually met Dr. Phil Carson on Clubhouse in a conversation about taking back your health, um, which was a beautiful conversation. And um, Dr. Phil Carson had given a lot of um, great feedback to the contributors. And um, just on the back of his book, let me just read this as kind of a brief intro. Dr. Phil Carson is the president of Carson Natural Health, co-founder of the Life Transformation Medical Center, a registered pharmacist in Mississippi, a doctor of pharmacy in Tennessee, and an advocate for integrative natural solutions for health. And Dr. Phil lives near Tupelo, Mississippi. Did I say that correct, Phil, Dr. Carson? Tupelo. Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for jumping in and being willing to have this conversation with us. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. And you're not the first one that's pronounced it that way. We were at a a huge soccer tournament in in Dallas uh, several years ago, and uh, the announcer uh, announced our team, Tupelo. (laughs) Tupelo. Did I say it right that time? Tupelo. Yeah, Tupelo, Tupelo, home of the king, America's <laughs> America's king. Awesome. Well, uh, Dr. Phil, why why don't you tell everyone your story? You obviously, you started in pharmacy, you started practicing in pharmacy. What brought you to the, the wellness journey to telemedicine to what you're doing today? Yeah, well, that's a great question, Sean. And uh, I love talking about this because it, it was actually my own health struggles. Uh, that brought me to uh, holistic uh, and natural medicine. Um, I was um, struggling with some major uh, gastritis uh, issues, uh, gastric uh, symptoms. Um, I was on three different prescription medications. I was uh, drinking a bottle or two of antacid, liquid antacid every day. And, um, you know, I, I can remember vividly back then, you know, um, many nights I would uh, be awakened in the middle of the night, two or three o'clock in the morning, uh, with a hand on my shoulder, um, uh, awakening me in the middle of the night. It was uh, it was my angel, uh, who happened to be my wife, and uh, and she was at, waking me up, asking me was I not coming back to bed. I would be asleep in the den in the recliner because when I lay down in the bed, I would have such severe reflux. I would have to get up and go. Uh, uh, sit in the recliner to try to uh, try to get some sleep and then uh, many nights I would come home late from work working in a high pressure chain pharmacy come home from work and eat my evening meal and uh, 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 an hour or so later end up in the floor curled up in the fetal position in severe pain mm. um, and uh, it was those things I was struggling with and uh, that uh, eventually led me down a path uh, of finding a holistic uh, answer, natural answer to to those problems, actually found it in a book called "The Prescription for Nutritional Healing." I picked up in a bookstore one day. Um, it was written by a doctor. He was an MD. His wife uh, co-authored a book with him, who was a nutritionist. And uh, 
uh, I followed his suggestions and it literally changed my life, uh, saved my life, I believe. Uh, you know, changed my health and made me want to learn more about the natural therapies and natural things that were available to help people heal and help people get to the root cause of their health problem. Mm. And that was what I did. I got to the root cause of my problem. So I no longer needed a, a prescription Band-Aid or no longer needed the antacids, you know, uh, every day uh, that I was drinking. Uh, I got to the root cause and um, uh, and following his guidelines, following what he suggested that I do, um, I was able to reverse my condition, get off all the medications. And that sparked an interest in me to want to learn more because I always tell people in pharmacy school, I was taught the history of natural medicine, not the application of it. Mm. And um, so I started taking courses. Uh, you know, I found uh, uh, all these courses that I could take, started learning everything I could about holistic medicine, um, uh, natural therapies, um, alternative therapies, um, and learn from some of the, the greatest, you know, uh, doctors out there in that in the area of alternative medicine. Um, and with the courses that I uh, that I took, I got a wall full of certifications of all these things I got certified in o- over the years. Um, but um, and I use those things every day in helping people. Now uh, I applied what I learned to own life, but I began to apply it as well to my patients. I was taking care of back then in the pharmacy operations I was. Uh, I was working in and eventually owned two pharmacies um, and uh, that were actually um, integrated pharmacies. Mm. Uh, and uh, so I, I applied all that I was learning and uh, and helped uh, a lot of people back uh, back then when I had those pharmacies and still helping them today through telemedicine. And uh, and I do some, you know, I do some one on one face to face occasionally as well. But mostly what I do today and and primarily because of COVID, yeah. uh, a lot of healthcare practitioners are using this more and more. I, I've always used I've used it way before COVID. I was doing telehealth way before COVID, but now I'm doing it a whole lot more and able to uh, and reaching a whole lot more people across the world. Actually, that's so cool. And I'm curious when you started that journey, when you started healing yourself with these naturopathic remedies, how how long ago? Was that what year was that, that you started that journey? Oh, that was um, uh, that was back um, probably in the early nineties. Oh. Um, yeah, nineteen uh, nineties. Yeah, it was it was a while back. <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah. you're an OG, as they would say, uh, uh, someone that's been in this for a long, long time. Because I, I feel like, as of recent, obviously over the last few years with COVID. But the mm-hmm. naturopathic, holistic, it seems to be catching more fire now where more people are really catching on to it. Are you feeling that the same way? Because you've been in it the longest. What are you seeing from it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I opened up uh, back in 1999. I opened up the first integrated pharmacy. And I don't know. I don't know if it was in the whole state of Mississippi, but it was in in our area of the state for sure nobody else had anything like that so i was um a lot of people called me a pioneer a lot of people called me crazy <laughs> a lot of people called called me stupid a lot of doctors cussed me out uh because i would tell people about natural stuff uh and they didn't want them hearing it and uh so um you know it, it was um it was something that um uh you know 
I started back then and it was very, there wasn't many people doing what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited now to see that more and more are. And I'm excited to see uh, more and more doctors uh, beginning to make that shift as well and practicing what's called functional medicine, yeah. where they are trying to help people get to the root cause of their problem. And that's that's my mission when I'm working with somebody is to help them get to the root cause. Somebody comes to me with a health crisis or they come to me with something that's going on with their health. Uh, maybe they're looking at facing down the road, possibly like diabetes. Um, and maybe they're already headed in that direction. Uh, well, I want to help get to the root cause of the problem. All right, let's find out why are you headed in this direction? Let's find out why you have this health crisis you're having. Let's get to the root cause and let's uh, don't just put a bandaid on it with supplements or with medications. Uh, but let's, uh, let's address the root cause. And, um, and that's my mission. That's what I love doing. I tell people, uh, you know, quite often, uh, I, I love a mystery. And I'm, I remember as a kid reading mysteries all the time and I love, uh, figuring things out mm. and I love it when somebody tells me you can't do that. That's not possible because <laughs> I'm going to try to prove them wrong. <laughs> and, uh, so I love putting on my Sherlock Holmes hat, so to speak. And, and, and listening intently and looking intently, looking for clues that can help a person get to that root cause of their problem and find out what's causing it and address that so that they can totally reverse their issue in a lot of cases, like, like I did myself years ago. That's awesome. I, I actually love the Institute of Functional Medicine. I got my coaching certica- certification from the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy and Part of our journey as a family is when we got the diagnosis for my son, uh, it was pretty overwhelming. And my wife, especially, she dove into a bunch of research. She started a a group through Instagram where moms got together from across the country, um, digging into PubMed and reading all the research. Um, But we, we soon learned that if we weren't taking care of ourselves, we would reach burnout. Um, if we, all we ever did was just research yeah. stuff. So that's really our mission with our pure living family is we want the parents to take better care of themselves because it's like recharging themselves. Right. So they're then better able to help the kids that have those special needs or those disabilities. And um, I want to bring in your book here because I just finished it last week, uh, which is titled How to Live Until You Die. And I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, the seven keys to living happy, healthy, and whole. Um, the one chapter I wanted to bring up that I really loved um, is the chapter two about exercise. And I'll just read a quick quote that you, uh, if I find the right page here. Um, you said, I can tell you right now which exercise program is right for you. It's the one that you actually do over and over again. It's the one you stick with for a long time. Tell us more about like how you came to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I came to that with myself <laughs> actually, and finding something that I really enjoy doing. And most people will start an exercise program doing something that they don't even really like to do. Yeah. And, and because of that, it doesn't last. And I tell people, find something that you enjoy and just keep doing it. It doesn't have to be, you know, if you don't enjoy lifting weights, you don't have to lift weights. Uh, if you don't enjoy, you know, running five miles, you don't have to run five miles. 
find if you like dancing, uh, if you if you like hiking, um, uh, if you like rock climbing, whatever it is, and uh, and that's something you really enjoy. Do it consistently. Do it on a regular basis, and uh, and that's um, and that way it sticks. And people continue will continue into something that they really enjoy doing. You know, I uh, I enjoy uh, getting out and walking in nature where I live. I've got I've got a whole forest that I live in here and I can hike all through the woods and the hill up and down the hills and stuff that we live on here. And, uh, but I, I love hiking in the mountains too. Um, when I, uh, when my kids were young, we went on numerous hiking trips all over, um, the, the mountains, uh, area, mountainous areas in the Southeast where we live here. And, um, uh, but yeah, th- those kind of things, uh, I, I encourage people, and that's what it's all about: finding something you love, finding something that you really enjoy, and just stick with it, do it consistently. You know, uh, day in, day out, or at least several days a week. Uh, and that is exercise. That is fitness. Yeah. Um, and it's a, and it's a program that you'll stick with. Yeah, I love how you you're kind of removing the negative connotation that's associated with physical exercise. It's just um, it's movement and the hashtag yeah. we keep coming to is movement is medicine. And with that, maybe tell your, your father's story. So in 2012, your father was uh, diagnosed with chronic uh, lymphocytic leukemia, right? Can you talk, yeah. talk us through what happened there and how he was able to, to use movement? Yeah. Yeah. CLL uh, is what it's called. And um, uh, it, it's a um, <clears throat> type of leukemia. Now, there's different types of leukemia. This one is not as deadly. It doesn't, um, you know, move as fast as other types of leukemia does, uh, you know, does in, in actually causing death. Um, and people can live with CLL for, you know, quite a few years a- after the diagnosis, uh, but usually not without a lot of pain, discomfort, depression, um, you know, uh, just multiple uh, health struggles, fatigue. Uh, and all of these things he was experiencing, all of those. And, um, you know, I, I and he also uh, had type 2 diabetes. Mm. And so I was always talking to him and telling him, hey, look, you, this is what you need to do. You need to do this, you need to do that. Of course, you know, people don't listen to family. <laughs> it doesn't matter how smart you are, what you know, uh, you know, what kind of degrees you have. Uh, they're not going to listen to you. They not. They won't listen to family, but they'll they'll listen to somebody else. So I was always preaching to them, so to speak. And uh, but it was but it was somebody else. He actually started going to this church, and this guy in this church had CLL. Then the guy told him some things he was doing, same things I'd been telling him to do. Uh, and uh, and he uh, he finally decided, hey, I, you know, it's it's helping this guy. I guess I'll do it too. And uh, so he 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 started uh, doing these things. But the main thing was was consistent exercise uh so he started walking and uh he couldn't walk far in the very beginning because of the pain and discomfort uh that he was experiencing every day but he he he, uh he had a nice walking trail near where he lived that went all through the 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 woods kind of like what i have here uh but it it was a um uh i guess uh, a walking trail in the downtown area of tupelo uh, not far from his house, <clears throat> and so him and his wife would uh, would go out and they'd walk, you know, as much as he could walk every day. Take a few steps, 
And every day he could take a few more steps and a few more steps. And he kept building on that. He didn't quit. And uh, because, because as he was cons- being consistent with that, he began to feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And he began to get a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. And um, he ended up um, uh, working his way up to four miles a day. Oh, wow. walking. And for uh, several years, uh, he hardly ever missed a day that he didn't walk four miles a day and, and, and do all kind of work around the house <laughs> as well, uh, outside of the four miles, you know, uh, he took care of his own property, his own place, uh, you know, he ended up buying a, a, a piece of property and clearing it all, um, uh, you know, all by himself. Um, and, uh, it was just, you know, uh, you know, offered to come help him in uh, a few times. He said, oh, I got it. I got it. You know, and he, he, he did it and, um, had a, a you know, nice piece of property and took care of it all. Um, and, um, uh, about three, it's been, yeah, it'd be three years ago next month. Uh, he passed away, um, because he, um, uh, he developed, um, another type of cancer hmm. and, uh, and it, uh, it, it, it took him out about three years ago. Um, <clears throat> but, um, it was um, a lymphoma that got into his spine and his brain. And uh, he, um, they gave him treatments, but they didn't work. And he deteriorated pretty quickly after that. Uh, but that period of time uh, that he was doing what he did and he started implementing those things into his daily life, he lived many more years than he should have. Mm-hmm. And he lived, uh, but the most important thing, and this is what I tell people all the time, Sean, uh, to me, it's not so much as important the number of years God blesses me with, but it's the quality of those years. Yeah. And, and so he improved his quality of life tremendously by implementing, uh, you know, that fitness program and by changing some things in his diet too, that I've been preaching to him about. He finally decided to do that as well. And, uh, and was able to control his blood sugar much better and uh, went, went from one point being on six different um, pills a day down to one pill a day uh, to control his blood sugar. So, um, you know, it's a lifestyle change. And, and, you know, and it's not as hard as a lot of people have it in their mind that it is. It's a mindset thing a lot of times. And that's basically what happened. He changed his mind. And, and it was some, it was one person that influenced him to do that. And uh, so I'm grateful for that one person that, had, uh, that influenced him outside of uh, family. Uh, they, uh, they got him to take that first step. Um, but, it, uh, he, he kept taking the steps and, uh, I'm grateful for that and for the, uh, the better quality of life that he had while he was living. I love that. And, um, I've actually started a, a men's hiking group that, uh, we're, I live in Utah, so we have mountains just yeah. 12 minute drive from my house. And uh, so Tuesday mornings, uh, we meet at 5:30 a.m. Do a three-mile hike around this lake, and and it it's in oh, snow wow. or rain or uh, fog. It doesn't matter. We go, and then Saturdays we do a, a longer hike. It's like a five and a half mile hike, and we do a cold plunge at the top. But um, I yeah. totally believe that. I 100% believe that if you move and you find activities that you enjoy. Um, you feel better. And um, I actually wanted to reference another quote. You had mentioned that APA has a bunch of different studies showing that not only does it help you physically improve, but it also relieves stress 
reduces depression and improves your function. And as a parent of a, um, as a parent of special needs kids, your finances are challenged all the time. You're facing stress. So thank you for that reminder. I, I think there's so many families out there that if, I think even just going for a walk. Uh, and that's the other thing I kind of wanted to jump into is you talk a lot in your book about walk and talk with God. Can you tell us like how you discovered that? Like what brought you to, to that practice? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was something I actually started as a young man, as a boy growing up. Mm. Um, yeah. Because uh, that, that dad I'm, that I was just talking about when I was a kid, he was hard and he was tough to live with. And he was a very uh, angry and violent man. Uh, thankfully, um, you know, he changed as I got older. Uh, but uh, I spent a lot of my younger years in a forest, like what I live in now. Maybe that's why I live in one now. <laughs> I don't know. But um, uh, but that was my hiding place. I would run to the forest. I would run out into the woods. We lived in a in a uh, subdivision uh, house de uh, development place but there was across the road was this huge forest and and uh, and soybean fields and so that was my hiding place i would run out into those fields and run into the woods and and uh, and just walk around in the woods and hang out in the woods mm. uh and uh and you know as i got older when i needed a place to go or go to a quiet place i would that's where we go i would go to the woods i'd go or go find a lake like what you see behind me here um and, and just sit by the lake and 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 talk to god and um and find that uh that peace and that comfort uh, that uh, that i needed and so uh you know I, living in the country out in a rural area like i do I can walk all over. I can walk and down, up and down the road. There's hardly any traffic, and especially at, at nighttime. And that's uh, what I talk about in my book. I would get out and have these long nighttime walks um, back in a, a, a period of my life when I was really, really, really struggling uh, with a lot of stress and uh, in my life from, you know, I was being hit from multiple directions stress family stress work stress financial stress it was just uh, everything and and that those long walks were my stress reliever and and i talked to people about so i have actually i give away a free uh, guide uh, that uh, is available on my website and on my instagram but it's a i call it my eight keys to overcoming stress and anxiety and walking is one of those uh, keys is, is that walking and like you said there are multiple studies been done to prove that exercise can be just as effective or walking in particular uh can be just as effective as antidepressant medications like prozac and zoloft oh, wow. uh in in relieving uh, depression um and uh so yeah i, I think it's it's uh, it, it's huge we don't under, most people don't understand at all the value uh of movement yeah. and and uh, uh and what it is doing for them not just not just physically but emotionally mentally and and in and in my case spiritually as well where um you know those were spiritual walks for me too they weren't just physical walks emotional walks but they were spiritual walks uh, for me uh too 
uh, and every part of my being, and I talk about this in my book, I'm, you know, I believe we're three-part being, body, you know, spirit, soul, and body. And so all three parts of my being were being affected with those walks at night yeah. where I would talk to myself and I would talk, uh, and, and I would, you know, talk to God and, uh, and just be in the, uh, uh the presence of creation, you know, and the, I love the, what you guys are doing, taking those hikes in the mountain. And I've been to Utah and, uh, and I'm, and, uh, uh, and, and I love the mountains. Uh, and I've been to Colorado, Utah, numerous times. I love uh, you know the Rockies and the Tetons, and it's just oh man, it's just if I had if I, I've told people often, Sean, if I could choose another place to live, if I had to move somewhere in, a, in, in the United States, live in another part of the world or part of this country, that's where I would want to be out there in that area where you live. Um, it's absolutely uh, gorgeous, but the the fact that you guys are doing that, man, that that's that's huge. That's awesome. Uh, and and you know what you're doing, you know, for yourself and, and these other guys is just uh, I think it uh, I think it's amazing. Uh, I encourage you to keep that up. Well, thank you. And you know, it's funny because I've grown up in Utah and I hate the snow. I hate the cold. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was fortunate enough to live in Hawaii for a year and Rio de Janeiro for two years, which was beautiful oh, wow. tropical weather next to the ocean, which was so great. And I, I love that. Uh, I hope to live next to the ocean again at some point in my life. But this year I made it a goal to, to get up and get moving during the winter time because I, every winter I would get like seasonal depression. I'd become this hermit yeah. and then I would be discouraged at life and, so this year I said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm getting up and I'm going to be force myself to be uncomfortable. And, and that's kind of why I started the group is because yeah. it's like holding me accountable to other people is they're going and they're expecting me to be there. So um, anyway, I, I truly believe movement is medicine. And it's so cool to hear from people that are as seasoned as you uh, that have been practicing this natural pathic holistic medicine for so many years to write about it in your book, to be preaching about it on, on clubhouse and um, on your website. Um, again, I'll, I'm going to link all of your website, your book on our show notes, but just in closing thoughts, um, knowing our audience, knowing our parents that they're stressed kind of what you are going through when, all directions with financial family business those stresses were hitting you that's likely what a lot of these parents are going through right now so what sort of oh, yeah. last key advice would you give to them as we close the podcast yeah yeah well the you you uh you mentioned it earlier uh and uh, you, i don't think you said the words uh you may have but self-care you know you, you you've got to um uh, not neglect self-care and so many people do they neglect that and, and i did myself for many years sean that's why i ended up in in the, in the health crisis that i was in because of neglect of self-care mm -hmm. i was taking care of everybody else and uh but i wasn't taking care of me and and i and, and this is a cliche you know you if you want to be able to take care of other people you got to take care of yourself and that's so true and you can't neglect self-care even if it's even if it's just a few minutes a day, mm. you got to find that you got to you got to prioritize that. You got to take time and you got to make those few, take those few minutes a day. Even if you 
if it's five, 10 minutes, you can just get away and get by yourself somewhere and just breathe. Or one of my favorite things is to get out here in this, in my backyard barefoot and walk around. It's called grounding or earthing. And, um, you know, when we reconnect our bodies uh, uh, physically to the earth, the earth is electrical. Our bodies are electrical. And one of the things that's happening when we get barefoot and we put our skin on the ground is that we are neutralizing uh, basically all these um, what they call antioxidants uh, in our uh, in our body. And these uh, uh, and that's affecting us in a very positive way health wise. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, just getting out in nature like you know, what we've been talking about, like what you're doing with your friends and like what I, you know, do here as, as often as I can. And what I did with my family growing up, hiking and stuff in the mountains and being outdoors as much as we possibly could, uh, you know, and, and that's what I tell people. We don't get outdoors enough. We're inside too much. And, and if you can't do anything else, but just go outside by yourself, get out in the morning sun, let the morning sun hit you in the face. Mm. Um, get out in the evening, like I do sometimes out here in my backyard. I love getting out here in, in the evening with the moon shining bright and all the stars in the sky and the crickets and the frogs and the whippoorwills and all the different animals that I can hear out here in these woods. Um, but you know, and I tell people all the time, well, they say, Well, I live in a big city, I don't have what you got. I said, You got a green space somewhere in your city, you can find that green space. And it's probably very close to you and you don't even may not even know it, but find that green space. But uh, even if you don't have that, just get outside, get on the rooftop, get somewhere and just enjoy the creation and, and let it speak to you and let it uh, heal you. And that's what uh, it, it can do. But uh, I, yeah, I encourage people. You, you've got to, you've got to practice self-care. You got to take some time. And even it's just a few minutes a day, uh, you think, well, what's a few minutes going to do? But just try it and see. Uh Hi, this is the Pure Love Reading Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela.